This is the Beard Winner Podcast, episode 11. and welcome back to another installment of the Beard Winter Podcast. This episode is not going to be the one advertised, and I don't plan on doing false advertising in the future. I sincerely want to have Alan on the show, but I can empathize and understand and appreciate getting settled back into your house, into your community, and into life after a large fire has put a large majority of your town, your neighbors, your friends, the people you see on a semi-often basis are all evacuated and displaced, and some of them may have homes, some of them may not. I don't know. The scope of how this is turning out um, and how it ended up before they were allowed to go back to Estes Park, Colorado is unknown, and we'll get some insight on that. I promised you guys a more fluid and easy release schedule and i will try to push this out tonight so it goes out thursday morning as promised uh, because it has been about two weeks since you've had an installment and i just think that right now there's just a crap ton going on and i don't know if any of you feel that way but i want to hop on facebook i want to hop on somewhere and talk to someone but we can't It's almost like these platforms have put us on a soapbox to where we cannot have a one-on-one conversation with our friends and family because as soon as we say one thing, one tiny little thing, and we're removing politics from the equation altogether because that crap show is going on all around the world and around the country, and turn on your TV, turn on your news app, whatever the heck you want to turn on. We're not going to talk about this here. I'm not going to break that promise, but... Back to the point is that if you say something that is somewhat disagreeable, like the fact that you love blue cars and someone is adamantly against blue cars, they're going to hate you. You can't just have a conversation with people about like, I like blue cars and for some reason blue cars make me feel happy, but for some reason all I can find are green cars and it makes me sad. And instead of getting that support and that system of camaraderie and the ability to have open discourse when you didn't agree with someone, people just cancel you. They flip the switch. They say, okay, you're done. And I have to walk on eggshells myself. And I I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but it's just so weird and complicated and convoluted to think to ourselves that Yeah, we are literally isolated. We may have to go back in isolation again if this spreads and it's what the scientists tell us to do and the doctors, not the politicians, what they tell us to do that we have to go back in our homes. But yet, digitally, the only way that we can really connect to each other is via Zoom. And if it's not a one-on-one conversation where it's, you know, friends and family hanging out on a Zoom party or a FaceTime call or some other video conferencing where it's informal you have to put on the facade. It's like you can't have that true connection, that ability to sit across a table from someone and enjoy a beverage or a meal or be able to actually feel someone's presence. Like I I watched The Good Doctor on Monday and one scene that stood with me and and it was focused on Corona like everything else was 
this mother died of Cronin. She's one of the first and her daughter was out there 12 feet apart from the doctor and the doctor kind of hesitated. She, she reached towards like she wanted to go hug her and console her. But we're in a time where that's sketchy as hell. You can't do that. I mean, I had an impactful moment when I had some some girl that said I was too young for her. She's four or five years older than me, um, but I guess I'm immature. Um, I don't know if she just didn't want to use that verbiage. Uh, but regardless, I went on a date with her. But prior to that date going sour, I did a social faux pas. I shook someone's hand because I believe in karma. I was wanting to wash my car to make a good impression. Went through the car wash that day prior to meeting her because I'm always early and I had some time to kill. And I noticed as I was going through the car wash, the screen was on a weird thing where I couldn't put my coat in. I paid for a higher end car wash and the car wash started just taking my vehicle through. It was in neutral and I hopped on the cell phone, called the car wash attendant or the gas station attendant and said, hey, I believe I'm getting a free wash. And I, I, I just, I'm just not raised that way to get something that I didn't pay for. So what can I do? And she just really didn't have a response for that. And I said, well, can you give the wash to someone who needs it more than me? I mean, pay it forward, make someone's day, make someone's day brighter. And that to me was just a very, very small gesture. And the whole situation of why that car wash was that way was I noticed when I was in the gas station, getting my beverage, getting gas, you know, using the restroom because I drink so much, I'm a damn camel, that there's this older woman who the gas station attendant or manager was taking the extra time to go out to the pump with her to help her pump her gas. And then after he pumped her gas, because I also had to get fuel that day, he walked around with her to the ga- to the car wash entrance, which is automated, as you can probably guess, because I said it pulled my car into it. And I, I am assuming for just ease, they threw it in some admin mode where it was just giving away washes. And so I came out, the gentleman had helped that lady into the car wash. I, I'm 100% sure she could have made her way out. All she had to do was drive forward when the light turned green. And he came around the building and I had the part of the receipt torn off that had the car wash code. And I said, hey man, I just got that wash there and I know you were doing a good thing by helping that woman out. And someone may need this more than I do. And that dude, like his eyes welled up and mine are right now, dude, just remembering it. And he smiled really big and he just put his hand out there to shake my hand. And we did that thing like two dudes do where you, you know, shake each other's hands, pull in for a hug. And, and then he put his hands, b- bumped his chest and put out peace. And, and I just said, hey, man, just spread the love, pay it forward. And uh, even as I looked in, you know, like, I mean, to be completely transparent, the, the one, his coworker was black and he was Mexican and I'm a white guy. And yeah, I noticed those things because I'm human. We're going to notice just like dogs are going to notice that, hey, that dog is fluffier than I am or that dog, dang, they're losing a lot of hair and my hair has to get clipped off. What the heck? What, what, how does that work? But the point is, is that we can see those things, but we can also appreciate them. I mean, I felt so darn good that I did this little thing that made that man and that woman who worked at that gas station's day. Did they benefit from it personally? Could they wash their car with my free car wash? Maybe. They probably could have gotten a free car wash because they work there. But they could have saw, and I know with my heart they saw the bigger picture, that humanity doesn't suck anymore. And I know there's a ton going on in this world. And hell, I've, I've had a freaking stressful day. And, uh, you know, not everything is uh, roses and butterflies like we put out there on LinkedIn and, 
and out on social media as far as our best selves at all times. And, and I think that that's something we also need to realize is that there are people out there who are trying. <laughs> I mean, nobody that I know personally is not trying. I mean, I do have some friends who just get themselves in a rut where they just want to beat themselves up and let themselves be held back. We all have those people and, and they're going to help themselves. So they're not. And that's really what we have to do is either support them and love them, hopefully not enable their bad habits and their ability to be self-defeating, but in the same respect, try to still love them. And it's okay if that's your, your life choice, but I don't want to be held back. And that's why I wanted to get this out here is that we need to figure out a way for us to connect with each other again. I don't care what happens with this damn election. I just want people to love each other again. I want people to figure out once we get a vaccine, how to say, yeah, we're different, but those differences need to be celebrated and we think differently, but instead of focusing on problems, let's figure out solutions. Can we sit down and talk about what our plans of attack are to get rid of these issues? Versus identifying a new problem, or a new hurdle, or a new roadblock, or a new thing that makes us think, no, we shouldn't focus on that solution. This, is, this problem is too big. And if we keep with that mentality, we're always going to find a bigger problem. It goes back to that old homage of, if you have a hammer, everything's going to look like a nail. So instead of putting our scope and our lens into a bunch of problems... Maybe think about solutions and also think of what I just got off the phone talking to someone who I work with. You know, we can control what we can control. And right now it seems like we can control very little. And don't let that be something that weighs you down. Because if you were able to wake up, make some small impact on some other human being, animal, or even a plant, if, if the only thing you interact with in your you know, 24 hours a day is a plant, treat it well. I guarantee, and this I hope it's not an empty guarantee, but just being able to make someone or something's life better and try to have that mentality and desire to approach things in a way to where you're trying to better them with no expectations of return, I think will leave you feeling more fulfilled. So it doesn't have to be grandious. <laughs> wow, is that even a word? It doesn't have to be large in scale. It doesn't have to be something that is a big scene or something that you need to advertise on social media because that may defeat the purpose. It could be that little story that I didn't even have to share with you, and I kind of feel bad even sharing it with that, that experience at the gas station. But those moments are the ones that I think are really going to get us through these hard times. Thank you so much for your patience waiting for this episode. I'm just going to push it out there. I'm not going to edit really any much of it. I hope it sounds okay, and I appreciate the following. I just hope everyone is learning to love a little bit more, hug people who you're safe to hug a little bit harder, and forget the ads. I mean, if you want to go to beardwinner.com and click on support, and you can figure out how to check things out and throw some money the podcast's way without spending any more on your goods that you usually buy, cool. If not, just tune in. I just, I'm, I'm happy to hear that people are listening and I hope this brightens your day in some way, shape or form. Just hearing someone be real, transparent and a 34 year old man breaking down and, you know, coming to tears a little bit, telling a story about a gas station, getting a free car wash, but 
you know, this is real. This is raw. This is humanity. I'll talk to you guys as soon as I can. I want to say a couple weeks, but it's been chaotic. And I also have to get 21,000 plus Christmas lights up before Black Friday so I can throw the switch and literally try to make the holidays a little brighter. All right. For real, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.